Hi. Hi. <laughs> I thought you were going to make a comment to like get us started, but you didn't. Didn't. Mm-mm. You just left hey, it you know like it was blank. Really, you know what was really nice today that it we got? Nice. A, a text. A text from Timbo. I know. Wasn't that nice? One of our faithful listeners. <laughs> one of two. The one. Yeah. <laughs> no, Tiff- we have three. Who is it? Um, Kathy Merritt, Tim, now. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so we have three. There you go, because we don't listen to it. No. You do, I don't. I don't. You don't listen to them anymore? I only listen to it when you say, like, hey, um, that was offensive what you said. <laughs> we even had to start editing some of them. <laughs> so, but we've done it, like, really well, so you will never know if it's no. edited. And I don't listen because I don't want to hear if it was done Apparently... Well. I have a problem being empathetic sometimes, mm. and I don't know. <laughs> like you mentioned, I just figured this out <laughs> at the age of what? Twenty-eight. You just 29, realized. Twenty-nine. You just realized you're not very empathetic. Yeah, I thought I was. I thought I was. I mean, oh, I am. Certain people, right? Because sometimes, like me and Tiffany, when we've set people down mm-hmm. and had to, like, you know, whatever. Like counseling, discipleship Tiffany, stuff. Tiffany very much mama bear, get her claws out. Right. And I'm more like gracious. Mm-hmm. I think it's more the fact like when I get in a in a situation like this <laughs> and you slide the soapbox under my feet, like there's something oh, comes Oh, so you're going to blame me. Yes, 100%. Okay. 100%. Okay. Something just comes out and I just can't control. I don't know. So, <laughs> like, I remember, Did you ever... I'm not going to tell you what, which one. We're not going to say which one. But one of the recent podcasts we did, <laughs> we had to take out about 15 minutes. Was it that It was much? like 10 or 15 oh minutes. Oh, my gosh. We kind of went, you and I went back and forth right. rant, ranting. Right. And the, 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 thing we were, the, the things that we were saying were true and good, mm-hmm. but... It was the... The heart yeah. and the tone and behind the tone. it. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. the tone more than anything. It wasn't yeah. great. And, mm-hmm. like, we went back and was like, hmm... <laughs> I need to check that. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the great, so, that's the great thing about this is I can delete it. I can't right. do that off the sermon. I preach on a Sunday morning. Right. Thank night. God we weren't Facebook Live. Ugh. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Maybe Facebook, we need to do Facebook Live more to hold us accountable. Yeah. To So we don't, that's I don't. It's true because when we're live, handle. like, we're, yeah. I think we're a little more careful. I think so too. Yeah. Anyways, what were you saying? <laughs> Have you ever taken those um, tests that, or the little quizzes where it's like, what are you the strongest in? Like yeah. spiritual things. Oh, um, I don't know if, I, if I've done the spiritual one. It's been a long time. Okay, because one of my ones that I scored very low on mm-hmm. was mercy. Really? <laughs> yes. And I was like, I'm not merciful. Like, I feel like I would be. You just really love judgment. But, <laughs> <laughs> but my mom, when I said that to her, she was like, Mm, I can see that. And I'm like, okay, well, thank you. <laughs> She's like, no, sometimes you can hold people up to maybe a little bit higher standard. Than yourself? It, no, not myself, but just like then, I expect more. Okay. You know, like uh-huh. like even my kids will say like you expect more out of us. Sure. So I'm not very merciful there. That's nice. I know. But That's I nice. did score very high on like, um, you know, just like gifts and things like that. Yeah. But. <laughs> My other lowest, which I'm not proud of, was giving. Oh, that, yeah, that makes sense. I scored very low. That's the bad thing about being someone like Roger or, um, you know, he doesn't really tell, I mean, I ask sometimes, but he doesn't tell me. <laughs> but for somebody who keeps the book for a church, because yeah. you know who tithes Thank and who doesn't. I could not have that job. Yeah, and we see you on Sunday mornings. We have, to act, we have to act normal around you. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Uh, I don't know if you give or not, but like he's, he's said before, like, 
you know, and I've heard other people talk about this in other churches where, you know, it's not always the new person Mm -hmm. or the person who's financially unstable. Sometimes it's people who've been there forever and they they are well off and they don't tithe or it's it's very sporadic or something. Well, (laughs) this is just a side note since we're talking about the giving. Um, I I would just, I don't know why I feel like I should bear my soul here, but Uh I'm going to bear it. Mine isn't necessarily the tithing. Um, Mine's the the above and beyond. Yeah. Like, that's where I struggle. Yeah. Which I do feel like there are people who are gifted to give, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like, I think... Is that another word for rich? Yeah. No, I'm <laughs> yeah. saying... No, because Todd's not rich, but she, like, gives all the time. Shade on Todd. No, yeah, yeah. I'm saying she I gives. Know, yeah, she's, she's very good giver. Even when she doesn't have it, right. she'll give it. And yeah. so... Rarely does she have it. But I'm just saying, like, you know what I mean? Yes. So I, I just think there are people who are... You know that God really uses in yeah. giving, yeah. Not necessarily because of their their bank account; it's just because right. their heart is. Well, we got to pick up the slack for you guys. Thank you, because apparently, <laughs> I know when you you know that statement that you get at the end of the year, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that you can claim on taxes or yeah. whatever. Like mine has the same amount, like all the way down from like tithing Ooh. is like consistent, uh-huh. but then the giving is like every once in a while you'll see like another number out there, an extra three bucks. Thank you. Play a little bone cross connection. I'm not. I'm not proud of this. I'm just saying I scored really low. Well, now you're telling it to I know. millions of people who are pray listening to me. our podcast. Y'all pray for me, or just tell her to give. <laughs> Destroy her in the comments. I don't know something. But I'm gonna hear about this. Yeah, this be awesome. I know. Merritt's gonna. Pastor Merritt's gonna no, pull you into an office. There's like, gonna be a whole sermon about giving now. Oh yes. And we're not calling out any names, but Lene. <laughs> Lene. Lene. Like your picture, like flashed really quick on the screen. Off. Yes. That would be, be awesome. awesome. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Anyways, I don't know where we got on that, I don't but know. your old Scrooge. Oh, you're not Scrooge empathetic. McGuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, you would score really low on that. I just, um, it's like I said recently in a, in a message uh, to the youth, I don't get upset um, with like sinners who sin, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, who, who are messing up, uh, be it like, you know, people who struggle with like homosexuality or drugs or mm-hmm. whatever. You know, I'm sure you've seen on Facebook, some Christians just get like so bent yeah. out of shape about it and they just like are can't believe why they're doing that Mm -hmm. or even like something i feel so strong about like abortion Mm -hmm. they're deceived like they they don't they literally can't see straight yes doesn't make it right but it just i don't i almost don't hold it against them Mm -hmm. they're like they're in the muck um for so i don't get upset with them it's i get upset when christians talking about like holding people to a higher standard right do like stuff that I'm trying not to right now get on it no, get it on don't get on your sofa no um I'm pulling it out from underneath thank you, you. I felt that <laughs> no it, that that's what it, that's what gets yeah. me upset because yeah. um it's just like you should know better yeah you should know better and uh yeah anyways yeah but anyways anyways so we're gonna pray for t- for me on giving and you want and I, what I think what really just needs to happen is us both need to renew our minds. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh great I feel little. A segue. I feel a segue coming on. Great little transition there. Little tranny. <laughs> no. No. Transition. transition. Little transition. Well, but in skateboarding, a transition jump is called a tranny. Oh, my God. You were a skateboarder person? I was. Oh. For years. I made fun of those people. I tried to do it again. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, I, I mean, I'm just kidding. We have fun. I I try, we the tried. The only thing to do that it. good came out. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, again. But I did. Yeah. Um, 
the only thing that that was good that came out of skateboarding is vans the shoes mm. i do love that some is, a, is a good thing <laughs> you weren't you're walking right now nope. oh. i'm not right i'm walking rocking some walmart shoes right now there you go me yeah. too yeah you um never mind i lied it's kato's Kato um shoes. same difference i'm not wearing kato's anyways um so we wanted to skateboarding oh yeah were I tried, you done with that no I, i'll say we me and luke tried to pick it up like in the last maybe like two years ago three years ago because <laughs> we're like let's do something like we both want to be active and we hate working out so mm-hmm. like let's just try this and we used to love it and like do it for hours number one apparently when i was like 16 and 15 i was way more in shape mm-hmm. and had muscles where i don't have them now mm-hmm. and also it really hurts to fall on concrete a yes. lot yeah. <laughs> and i was like I would be up the next day and so sore yeah. all over from like my elbows or my hands or I'm falling my you knees. You didn't wear protective gear? No. <laughs> like some nerd. It was fun. Like me, we had we had a lot of fun. We did, it was really sad. Like I realized I had gained some weight because mm. I bought a board. We went out and we were like doing some stuff. I still remember how to do some, do some tricks and I was like jumping up and you know, whatever. And on like the second thing I tried... I snapped the board in half. Wow. Yeah. And I was well, like, ooh. <laughs> I mean, maybe I need, like, the big boy boards or something. This is sad. There's a weight limit on these <laughs> Tiffany was so mad when I got home because, like, they're not cheap. Right. right. And I got home. I was like, yeah, I broke this board. She's like, are you freaking kidding me? It was funny. Anyways, right. renewing Anyways, your mind. Renewing your mind. We wanted to talk. We You've been wanting to talk about this for a long time. Yep. And I love talking about the subject. Mm-hmm. And so finally we got... An opportunity to talk about it. Yeah, I don't know why you didn't want to talk about Pastor Sermon. Oh my gosh, on his plan. But we had to we had to choose a week and yes. do this because we just wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. But um, and so renewing your mind. I I I love what Bill Johnson, um, whether you hate him or you love him, he said he said uh, for the Christian, the last real battle is often between the ears. Mm-hmm. And I think what he means by that is saying you know when you're bought and paid for by Jesus like. You're good, right? And your sins are forgiven. Like it's almost like you're fine. You, mm-hmm. you know, everything's everything's taken care of, right? Um, but the the place we are still tormented or still can lose battles is in the mind, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and because I feel like the mind is almost the seat of free will, mm-hmm. and I am just a firm believer that God, even though He knows everything, and I don't understand it, and that's why I'm I don't get paid like He does. Um, even though He understands <laughs> everything, He still respects our free will mm-hmm. and in his infinite mercy and, and he's able to do that but you still have free will when you come to the lord and a lot of times your mind is the place of battle and like i'll, I'll say this one last thing i anytime i talk about salvation and, and kind of what happens in a person you know like we are uh, body soul and spirit your body mm-hmm. is your flesh mm-hmm. your soul is what i'll call your mind or your in your emotions um, all that sort of stuff. And then your spirit is the, uh, I don't know if I said, I think I said flesh. Your body, soul, spirit. Mm-hmm. Your spirit is the eternal thing that will be, you know, live forever or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, your spirit at the, at the point of salvation is immediately set free, is immediately uh, set free from the bondage of sin. Mm-hmm. That's how I view it. Your body and your soul, so your body and your mind, are the two things that are not Mm -hmm. that's why you know you still get sick because your body is still under the curse Mm -hmm. of the fall of man 
and so that's but and that's an opportunity for the for the Lord to heal and use as testimony, and then also your mind is still not renewed because you know when a person gets saved they still may have anger problems Mm -hmm. some of that stuff does go away Mm -hmm. and you have people who like come to jesus and at the moment of salvation because he's merciful and gracious they will be uh maybe they were addicted to drugs and now they're not addicted to drugs Mm -hmm. anymore Mm -hmm. or they just they're more happy they were angry i don't know but there is still some aspect of your like you're not perfect right you're not like jesus right and um, so for me, like I so agree with what he's saying is that the mind is that last battlefield and I'll end on this scripture and then I'll kind of shoot it to you and you can say something. Mm-hmm. But um, Romans 12, we all know it really well. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. Um, so apparently, he's Paul is saying, don't be conformed, don't be just like the world, the sinful world, but be transformed. The implications there is transformed into the likeness of Jesus. That word transformed is also the same word that we see used to describe Jesus on the mount. <coughs> Oh, am, I bo- oh, am I boring you? <laughs> I just had to cough. How dare you? No, she's, <laughs> it's the same word that we see used on the Mount of Transfiguration when Jesus becomes his clothes like white lightning and stuff like that. Um, and so in, apparently Paul is saying the transformation comes by the renewing of our mind. So our minds have to be renewed. Mm-hmm. So that's what we want to talk about today is mm-hmm. the renewing of your mind. And I shoot it to you. No, I got nothing. Nothing? Nothing yet. I have put on so much stuff. I know. I, I'm, well, I'm sorry. Well, you're gonna have to hold on for a second. <laughs> Someone be testing me. No, I, I'm. Um, yeah, I got nothing yet. <laughs> wow. See what I had to work with people. If you're interested in being the, <laughs> the new co-host of the table, like you Come just see Tyler, please. Yeah, please. We're taking applications right now. <laughs> it pays nothing. Um, you have the chance of offending a lot of people. So. Oh yeah. Been there, done that. Yeah. Um. Probably going to do it again. Yes. Probably today. No. No. Hopefully not. Um, so, I mean, I guess I'll just keep going. Yes, and I, keep of course, going. I'm sure, as everybody knows on this podcast, I have plenty to say. Yes. <laughs> um, I Thank you, Dad. I yes. Get that, I get that from Kenny oh, Burns. Oh, yeah. That is yeah. definitely a Kenny Burns thing. And also sitting under Pastor Crane. Mm. All very long-winded people. <laughs> um, it really helped me in English, like in, in writing, because I found out. And if there's any other writing people out there who've, who've done this, maybe you've figured this out too, that you can get a certain grade on papers just by the length. Mm. Your teacher's going to say, no, it doesn't matter. It's quantity over quality or quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. It's not true. Because mm-hmm. in, in college, there were times where I didn't like, I, I was supposed to put a comma. What's a semicolon? I don't know. Right. And I just kind of throw them in randomly when I thought they were right. Yeah. Do my best. Mm-hmm. And so like my grammar was terrible, but I still graduated with A's and B's. Because you, you could ramble. You, you make that puppy super long, and you get like, they're like, yeah, make a couple points. I got five points for you. I got wow. ten points for you. And because I can just, I can ramble, you know. And oh. Yes. 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 We know. Yeah. And, but it comes in helpful right here. Right here, right now. When I have a useless co-host. <laughs> no. Um. So, oh, look at this. My Bible, which I love, has like these things in here. So. 
Ooh. Let's read it. But it has a, a thing after that renewing the mind scripture. Let's read it. Who knows? Maybe we'll find something really good. Maybe. Maybe it'd be trash. Could be. I love this Bible. It's the spirit-filled Bible. Yes. I've it's, heard great things about that Bible. Yeah. It's pointed towards uh, people who are like Pentecostal. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. But it's also really deep in um, biblical, like, teaching and stuff and, yeah. and whatever. As you can see, all these, like, stuff here. All right. Renewal of the mind. Godliness and moral purity. To renew is to renovate, implying a restor. Oh, I like this. A restoration to freshness mm. or an original state. Mm. It intimates the potential of redemption's power to reinstate features of God's original intention for humanity and a recovery of many. Oh, potentialities. I was like, what is that? I don't see that word all the time. Potentialities of the human mind and soul as designed before the fall. So basically what they're saying is the renewing of the mind is, they're actually saying um, the renewing of the mind is getting you to your mind before the fall. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I guess to its original, there's something original state and what God really intended. The mind constitutes the intellect or understanding, but also includes all that is described in the word, quote unquote, mindset. That is the feelings and the will being transformed by the renewal of the mind indicates a literal change in the form or formulates or formulas of thought or being. This describes redemption's provision of power to instill godliness in us a power that transforms one our thoughts which lead to formulating two our purposes which proceed to dictate our actions and thus three our actions become character determining habits so maybe you've heard of that like your um your thoughts become your purpose which become your actions which Mm -hmm. become your habits which become your character Mm -hmm. so everything in your life proceeds from your thought life Mm -hmm. like who you are Mm -hmm. proceeds from your thought life and if you change if you can change your thoughts it will change the rest of who you are Mm -hmm. um and that's really true our actions become character determining habits shaping the life and okay skip down here the path to godly living is not complicated that's that's good mm-hmm. nor is it energized by the flesh but it does call the believer to willingly to willingly su- call the believer to willingly submission to the f- okay i think they had a typo here <laughs> let me just make sure but it does call the believer to willingly submission to the father's provision and ways I would, yeah, I think that's an actual typo. I've searched for years for typos in Bibles, and I've never found one, but I think I found my first one. (laughs) Right to the editor. All right, um, so that was really good. And that, even though at the last set it said the path to godly living is not complicated, you're like, yeah, well, that was a lot of complicated stuff right there. Right. Um, I think, at least for me, I kind of know where God wants to go with this. You know, when you and I talk about um, whatever we like to talk about, intimacy or just fellowship with the Lord or godly living. Um, And we know this because we've had people approach us and just say maybe they're intimidated by other Christians or it's just, it feels like 
um, out of their reach or just like, mm-hmm. I can't even, mm-hmm. you're talking about all this stuff, but I'm just trying to get my son or my daughter or my husband or whatever. I'm just trying to hold my family together. Right. And I don't even know what you're talking about, like spending time in his sweet presence. Like, mm-hmm. what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And sometimes all that spiritual stuff can seem very complicated right. to people. And they're like, how does that work in my actual real life? Mm-hmm. Um, number one, I would point you back to the podcast we did not too long ago. I don't remember what it was called, but where we talked about um, um, like who's on the throne of your heart, mm-hmm. where we talked about some practical things mm-hmm. um, on how to love the Lord. But let's just talk about maybe some practical, like everyday life examples of maybe godliness, but then also... Um, the renewal of the mind and maybe how you take thoughts captive. Mm-hmm. Um, I think th- taking, th- taking thoughts captive is an aspect of it, among other things. But how do we renew our minds and some practical things that people can put in practice today mm. to the, to renew their mind, to become more like the Lord? I rambled enough. It, it has to be your turn <laughs> I now. I have to say something, though. I would say... To begin with, do not take a... I have no makeup and hair done today. I'll put a Snapchat filter on you. Okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, I would have to say... Mm. So I think there's... I think there's two things we're actually talking about when you renew your mind. Because I think there's things that the Lord needs to re- renew your mind on your identity, on who you are in Christ... And then renew your mind on thoughts and intents and motives. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I think there's actually two things that he does yeah. with, within that. I agree. And so um, what, what was the first one I said? <laughs> identity. And I was actually going to ask you, what do you, you know, identity for me, because um, uh, I've been through some ministry schools where they talk about this sort of stuff, mm-hmm. but just the average person, when, when, when you say that, mm-hmm. they probably don't know what you mean. Right. So like. What do you mean when you say that? What I mean when Mm -hmm. I say that is when I was saved, I became a new creation in Christ. So the Lene that used to be here with her thoughts and her flesh, that doesn't exist anymore. Mm -hmm. But it does in a way. Yeah. So. It's not your nature. It's not my, yeah. Or is it my nature, but it's not what's in my spirit now. So what I I say is this, you as a person who's not serving the Lord, who hasn't been washed in his Mm -hmm. blood, you have a sin nature, nature, which means like at the very core of you, you are not a good person and you want to do bad things. Mm -hmm. You want to be far from the Lord. When his glorious face shines upon you and you have like a brief moment of like, I can see the light. Right. Kind of like that epiphany that the, the prodigal son has while he's eating mm-hmm. pods in the, with the swine. Mm-hmm. You have that epiphany moment um, and you receive the Lord as your savior. Then he washes your spirit right. clean. And now you have, uh, you are not a slave to sin, but you are a slave to his righteousness. Mm-hmm. So now his righteousness is your actual nature. So like everything comes out of right. That doesn't mean that you will become righteous. Right. That means that when you sin, you're going to feel really bad about it. Right. And you're going to be like, oh, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. And Paul says, I do things that I don't want to do. And the things I want to do, I don't do. Right. That's the that's the, that's the the nature of God living in you. But you, the renewal of your mind being worked out. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. <laughs> you just kind of answered. But, well, but, but identity is, I think, oh, a little identity. different than that. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I, I really just become more on the journey of that this past year, really. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. Why can't there ever just be a serious moment? Anyways, but that's kind of where I've been at as far as like, who did God create me to be? Mm-hmm. And what is my identity in him? Right. And really, I think we almost overcomplicate that a little bit because right. our identity is Christ. Right. Like that's who we're supposed to be like. Like. Yeah. And I think I think some I, for me, I will talk about me. I think I had this other form of like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm gonna be this other Lene now mm-hmm. when no Lene's dead. Mm-hmm. Lene's dead to sin. Oh, okay. Lene's dead to her old ways. Yes. So now I'm just learning how to put on Christ himself. Yeah. Like put him on as a garment. Yeah. I agree. And so then that's the identity that I want to take on. Yeah. I don't want to find out who <laughs> Lene is. Right. I want to find out who Christ is right. in me. If I could give an example. Am ex- I making any sense? No, yeah, yeah. Let me give, okay. an, like, let me give an example that I, I like to use. Um, let's say, hypothetically, you have a kid who's been in the foster system his whole life. Or maybe mm-hmm. he's even worse. He's lived on the streets, mm-hmm. homeless his whole life. And then finally he comes and he gets adopted by two loving parents you have who are very wealthy and given everything he wants and they're going to love him perfectly um in the first night at dinner um when they give him his food he just like just like a street dog would like guards it really mm-hmm. tight and like starts putting some of the chicken nuggets in his pocket because right. he's afraid he's not gonna have food mm-hmm. later because his whole entire life that's all he's ever known right is that i don't know if i'm gonna have a meal tomorrow mm-hmm. so i'm gonna fight for everything i have and I'm not going to share and I'm going to like hoard everything because I am insecure that I will be provided for tomorrow. Right. And so like he does that. Mm-hmm. And I got hair in my mouth. <laughs> Hold on a second. And, oh God. There, got it. Perfect timing. And his parents were like, you know, right. like little buddy, like, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. And he doesn't understand that tomorrow there will be food. Right. Tomorrow he'll be provided for. Mm-hmm. And that... And he just doesn't get that because he's only ever known that. And that's a small example, but that's what happens with believers. Is mm-hmm. um, I, I'm not saying you you struggle with this, but a lot of people do struggle with giving because at the in, at their heart level, they feel like if I give my money away mm-hmm. to the Lord, be it the church or some other person like on the street that I feel like he's prompting me to give, mm-hmm. I won't have. Mm-hmm. And that comes from a place of, not only that I won't have, but that he won't provide for mm-hmm. me. And I am insecure where my stuff will come, you know, all right. that stuff. Or um, or another great example is like, and this is maybe a little more close to home for me, because me and Tiffany are pretty good givers, and we still struggle financially, but we try to hold to the fact that he's going to provide for us because we've given, mm-hmm. we, we've, we've sown into the kingdom. Um, but when a person offends you, when a person uh, is offended and they take it upon themselves to go lash out mm-hmm. at another person mm-hmm. and whatever. Well, the Bible says that the Lord will be your defense. The Lord will be your vengeance. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't need to do that. Right. Um, and so when people take it upon themselves to do that, they really tr- they are, they are not trusting in the Lord that he will defend you. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're acting out of like that little orphan boy. Mm-hmm. And so when we talk about identity, like you're talking about, it's literally saying, okay, the person that I've been for years before I knew the Lord has been this homeless, poverty, 
you know, stricken person, spiritually mm-hmm. or whatever. And now that I'm living in the king's house, I have to readjust my thinking mm-hmm. to someone who's not that way. Mm-hmm. Um, the example that I've used a lot with the students is the example of the prince and the pauper. Mm-hmm. And that when the pauper, when they, when they switch clothes and the pauper puts on the prince's clothes, he goes and lives in the king's house, he acts like a fool because even though he looks like a prince, right. inside he's still a pauper. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of uh, spiritual, uh, a lot of Christians who are walking around with like royal garments and they mm-hmm. are saved, mm-hmm. but they have a really pauper yeah. mentality. And not just about money, but about everything. Right. And anything that doesn't look like Jesus is is a pauper mentality, mm-hmm. is, is, is a mentality that is not your true identity. Right. And so it encompasses a lot of things. Yeah. But I think that's that's probably the best way we can mm-hmm. wrap up identity. Um, that's good. Yeah. And so one of the ways we, we how identity ties in what we're talking about today is we we uh, we come into true identity with Christ and what we what He wants us to be by renewing our minds. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you finish what you were saying because you were talking earlier and we kind of interrupted you. Oh, I don't remember that. Oh, okay. Um. Okay, so so now that the Lord's been working on showing me yeah. through the renewing of my mind right. who I am, mm-hmm. now because of who he's showing me, who he is in me, mm-hmm. my my actions are now different. Yeah. And my my thought process is now different. And it's all because of just renewing who I am in him. What does that process look like for you? Like that renewing who I am in him. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? Um, time with Jesus. Okay. So like <laughs> a lot of time spending, with Jesus. T- spending time with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then even the word tells you who you are. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're the head and not the tail. Yeah. And I think sometimes because it becomes a little Christianese, yeah. you know, that we don't want to say that kind of stuff, but we yeah. are, we are the head and not the tail. We are kings and priests. Yeah. You know, so we need to, um, one thing that pastor, I will say from (laughs) Sunday sermon, since we're not going to talk about that, (laughs) but the one thing he did say was like, um, you know, oh, there it is right there. Look how quickly it came up. Um, confess and rehearse what Jesus says. Mm -hmm. Not that we can see it, but he was talking about faith, but I'm just saying like, what the word says about our identity, mm-hmm. we should be talking about that. We should be speaking it over ourselves and we should be rehearsing yeah. what Christ says about us. Yeah. And Christ says we are kings and priests. And Christ yeah. says that we're sons and daughters of the yeah. most high. Those are things that if you, you almost have to train your mind mm-hmm. to think that way mm-hmm. by spending time with Jesus. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. And <laughs> there's this. I was trying to look up on my phone. Um, I, I know this. I know there's a story. I, I I didn't know if there's a scripture that talked about this or not. But there's a a saying that a lot of people use, and I think it's true, that you become what you behold. Mm-hmm. Um, and and instead of trying to just become something, mm-hmm. behold Jesus, right. which means stare at him, spend time with him, <laughs> and whatever that may look like for you, right. whether that instant, and that looks like a lot of things. I think. And spending time in in the private place with him, with your Bible and worship, mm-hmm. spending time corporately, mm-hmm. spending time with other people who are loving on him, right? All those things and iron sharpening iron. Like there's so many biblical truths that tie into that. 
but becoming what you, you become what you behold. I'm reminded of of the story of Israel when he is um, uh, working for Laban. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to get away from Laban. And he's like, okay, well, you can take these goats and sheep. It's a, it's a weird, freaky little story. Right. And he takes these these poles and puts dots in them. Mm-hmm. Puts like polka dots in them and he sticks them in the ground mm-hmm. next to where the watering hole is and um and and all the best sheep went down to the watering hole and they drank and as they drank they stared at the sticks that had little right. dots on them and in this weird story it, the bible says that they begin they to, have to have spots yeah and like obviously <laughs> if you go out and do that today that's not going to happen to your cattle <laughs> i think it's more so a biblical a supernatural thing that happened to illustrate a biblical truth right. that what you behold you will mm, become that's good you'll become like and so as we behold the lamb and as we behold jesus we will become like yeah. him yeah and and it's not about trying really hard mm-hmm. it's just about leaning in mm-hmm. relaxing and like surrendering yeah um now there is probably some trying yeah and there's some striving like i'm i definitely am um not one of the ones who just says that like, you know you don't have to do anything right um but but it's there's i, I don't know if there's a three-step process mm. for you to renew your mind yeah. you know what i mean like and not that some of those things are bad but I just feel like it's it's the Lord and you leaning on Him. I would I would say as far as the three step process, uh huh. The first one is knowing that there's some things in your mind that need to be renewed. Hold the phone. <laughs> I yeah. I think yeah, sometimes, yeah, yeah. especially with more like seasoned Christians that we've not old people. I'm saying like like ones who have been saved for a while. Yes. That we can tend to think. That we kind of have it all together, right? And so, we don't necessarily ask the Holy Spirit right. to show us places that we're thinking incorrectly, yeah, or we're thinking negative, yeah. And because we've never dealt with it before, we think this is just yeah. okay, yeah. And and lately, I have been asking the Holy Spirit to just show me places that I tend to think negatively, yeah, instead of what does Jesus say about this situation yeah. or what, what do you like in the secret place, Lord, what do you think about this kind of stuff? Mm. And am I even supposed to be thinking about it? Mm. Should I even be concerned about it? Mm-hmm. Cause I think that's another thing that maybe sometimes Jesus just doesn't want us to handle any of it and just let right. him do it. Yeah. So anyway, so first step, Yeah. <laughs> if we're going to do three steps, is like be humble, be humble and say, Lord, yeah. what is in my mind that, is not Christ-like. It's crazy, like, out of all the men in the Bible who, like, had, you know, great lives and we look up to whatever, one of the ones that stands out, even, like, even sometimes in some aspects above David, was Moses, mm-hmm. who was called a friend of God. Mm-hmm. And and it says that he was the most humble man, mm. the meekest man that had ever lived. Mm-hmm. Um and there's something about that, like, uh, I, and I think, you know, a lot of people, myself included, really struggle with humility mm-hmm. and, and true humility, not a false humility. Right. Um, but you're right, like, you know, like the old saying, uh, admitting you have a problem is the first step to right. freedom or whatever. Right. And just always having a, a an, an attitude of humility, not of, because um, I've seen this in, in some people that I've mentored, of where... How do I put this? Almost like a, almost like an orphan mentality. Like we're, 
you ever get around somebody who just apologizes way too much right. all the time? Right. It's like, dude, just stop. Yeah. Like, you're just so insecure. Like, just please stop. Mm-hmm. Not that, but but just in a self, I would call this a self-awareness. Mm-hmm. You know, some people just are not aware that they just are jacked up. Mm-hmm. And they think they are fine and mm-hmm. everybody else is jacked up. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really, <laughs> they're the problem. Right. Um, just be self-aware enough to realize when you win and if you have an issue yeah 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 so um well and i think that's part of renewing your mind is is every day just kind of going to jesus and being like what's wrong in my head today yeah Yeah. (laughs) because every day there's something different going on in my brain and i'm speaking for myself but i'm just saying every day there are thoughts and and things that i'm just like that's not We'll, we'll get into that then. Yeah. Because I think, I think that's the mm, next step too is just recognizing yeah. what's of God and what's not. Yeah. I agree. I, th- I think we may be doing a part one, part two of this because <laughs> we both have to leave so, shortly. My yeah. wife, t- my, I got to pick up my little son from from school. But um, I do want to get into really quickly um, some practical. I have like one or two things, just a literal like practical, I wouldn't say exercise, but just mm-hmm. the way that I have found renewing my mind works the best for me or that I've that I use currently and then maybe you can mm-hmm. give me you know give some of yours obviously like spending time in his presence right. almost by osmosis will just work yeah. and and on the days that I don't spend time with him I'm cranky I'm grouchy mm-hmm. and all that stuff mm-hmm. and just like we were talking reading earlier if I do that for long enough not spending time with him for days weeks whatever that cranky grouchy thing where it's just a, a a mood that I've kind of settled in one day it can become who I am yeah and yeah. I think we've seen people who have mm-hmm. literally just kind of settled into that right and it's hard to sometimes get out mm-hmm. so but anyways this is to renew the mind um one of the things that I've given I don't know if I've said it on the podcast before but I know I've said it to people at least for me let's just take offense mm-hmm. for something mm-hmm. um uh, married people or really anybody in relationships with kids I'm sure you understand this as well as well I don't have older kids like you do but with me and Tiffany um I have many opportunities to get my feelings hurt and get offended by things she says and does and as and as vice it, versa cur- no not, not <laughs> you, less than you would think really yeah no vice um, versa <laughs> uh but I got your back for me. me yeah no for <laughs> me and this is at least how it works for me like Let's say Tiffany does something that I find offensive, that hurts my feelings, that whatever. Mm-hmm. The only way I can describe it is like the thing, the action happens. And for me, there's like half a second to a second where I have, it's in like, it's almost like in this in-between place of I haven't acted on the offense. I haven't even like given myself over to the offense mm-hmm. yet. It's this choice that I've I have a choice to make. Mm-hmm. In that moment, I have found that's been the best place for me to renew my mind mm-hmm. and renew my actions is like taking any thought of offense, of anger, of stuff captive, trying to be empathetic towards her, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, uh, trying to see maybe where she's coming from, that she's maybe had a rough day, whatever, be gracious. If I can press into those things and not become offended and just press in, in love, I will find that like the next time it's easier. Mm-hmm. And so I just try to live my life in that little area of like half a second to one second mm-hmm. and make good choices. Bill Johnson always says, 
um, he says every time something happens like negative in your life he says immediately two trees are planted mm-hmm. in the garden of your heart and you have the ability to choose a tree of knowledge of good and evil or a tree of life mm-hmm. and it's your choice and I think that's so true for, and I literally can like feel that in my heart yeah. that I have right now because um, there is a thought process that says the offense is just inevitable mm-hmm. that you're just going to get offended and the, the really thing you're doing is trying to get over it as fast as you can mm. I do see where they're com- when people are coming from when they say that but also if you're still getting offended by the same thing you you got offended by five years ago and maybe you get over it you know 30 minutes whatever like that's not I, I don't think that's healthy yeah I think you know Jesus didn't sit in offense and so for me, that's that's what I say. I live my life quarter mile. No, and I I live my life in that one second mm-hmm. where I try to make a good choice. Go ahead. And I and I think that that what you just said should be kind of a sign for people that mm-hmm. if it is something that yes. is a habitual, continuous yeah thing that creeps up, not just with offense, but you know, with certain things, certain mindsets. There's your there's your sign. There's your there's sign. your sign. That maybe that's something that there's yeah. a root to and mm-hmm. you need to take that to Jesus and yeah. let him renew your mind yeah. in that. Because I don't think a th- like your example, I don't think offense is really the problem. There's there's a root there of why right. you get yes. offended so much. Correct. Or what causes the offense every time. Right. It's not always the people may it might yes. be a root in you and that's where you need to recognize it and say, that's something I need to take to right. Jesus. I need him to renew my mind in that so that when something happens again, yeah, it doesn't even, there might not even be a split second right. needed because the Lord's already renewed right. your mind in that. I agree. Like an example from my own personal life is, you know, one of the things for me, and we'll have to end it pretty, pretty soon here, but like one of the things for me is I'll get offended about sometimes or I struggle with mm-hmm. is feeling, and I think this is a common thing for a lot of husbands, like my wife is trying to control me. Mm-hmm. Like don't try to, anytime I feel like she's trying to manipulate or control mm-hmm. and or almost like parent me, right? like it gets me hot mm-hmm. and and I get upset. And, and um, but why? Right. Why? In what the Lord showed me, and I know this about myself, mm-hmm. it's because I'm insecure in my own manliness and mm-hmm. who I am as a person, as mm-hmm. a man, that anytime I feel like my wife or a woman or what or anybody really right. is challenging that or like I get offended. Right. And, and it, you know, maybe she was wrong in what she said, but it really comes down to my insecurity. Right. And if that wasn't an issue, then I could respond to her even a hateful or hurtful mm-hmm. comment mm-hmm. and grace and love mm-hmm. but because I'm not because I'm insecure it's it's going to come out as offense yeah. and I'm going to and so in that moment of like one second I have to realize okay like what's going on why am I so upset right. why am I so upset and as a and this is a great thing too like a, a, a self-diagnosed test if you're um, Tiffany just text me wrap it up babe <laughs> Lord, I'm living in that one second right now. No, I'm just teasing. Um, and we'll, we'll, after I finish this, we'll, we'll, we'll be done. Um, if you have stuff in your life that you're just like, oh, it's just my personality. Mm-hmm. That's just how my family is. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, that's, how, that's how we are or whatever. And it does not look, if you could honestly say, yeah, it does, that does not look like Jesus. Right. He does not act like that. Right. Then you're wrong. Yep. And you need, to, you need to ask the Lord to help yeah. you. And we all have that in our life. But... 
too many times, like we're talking about, that identity thing can become, um, it can, people can say, that's just my character. That's right. just my personality. Right. And don't hide sin or, or a, a, a poverty mentality or, a, or orphan identity mm-hmm. under your personality. Yeah. And that's awesome. Yeah. So for this part one. Yeah. Pray about your identity. Pray about your identity. Yeah. And pray about I, the I things say, that the Lord wants to show you in your yeah. in your heart that's like not lining up. Yes. And I think for a lot of people as they're listening to this, they already they already know mm-hmm. at least one thing. Yeah, I'm sitting here, I already got two. <laughs> I've already yeah. got two things right now All that right. I'm gonna take to the Lord. Amen. Amen. I'll be praying. All right, so All right. this was part one and part we're one. gonna finish the rest. Part two coming soon. Coming soon. Bye. Bye.